Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Ruby Darcy podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. I am going to bring to you today an episode on all things you need to know about running an online business and specifically five things you need to know. Now, these are not the top five things. These are five things let me tell you, that you need to know. And potentially you need to hear. You need to hear them today. I need to express them today. I need to speak them to you today. And I just know you're going to leave this episode feeling a whole lot better than when you found me, honestly. Okay. So in no particular order, as I said, I'm just going to get straight in Now, these are honestly, I actually have so much conviction in the fact that these are going to change your life and they are super relevant. They're super important. And whether you're not running an online service-based business, you're just running a business, you're running a brand, you're bloody killing it at life, whatever it is, I actually think these are going to be so applicable to you also. Okay. So, and I say this because I, I feel like I often say this, but it's really that the value that you learn in business, like business prepares you for life. Business prepares you for building the best relationships, being the best communicator, being the best problem solver with life, being the best, most resilient motherfucking person. So it's so applicable, right? Like the lessons from business is so applicable for being the biggest badass in life. Like I honestly feel that way. Anyway, let's get right on into it. So the first one, how you feel will always be dictated by your expectations. Okay. How you feel in terms of your emotion in that moment is always going to be dictated by your prior expectation of how things should otherwise be. Full stop, period, mic drop, honestly. The reason being, if your expectations are higher than the actual reality, that space between you're going to feel like shit. If the expectations are below said reality, you're going to feel like the happiest motherfucker. Honestly, every single time. So really, anytime you're feeling like crap, ask yourself, where were my expectations? Where was I otherwise thinking I should feel in that moment? Okay. Am I being entitled to thinking things should be a different way? Things should be further along in my journey because X, Y, Z of what's happening around me and what's happening to X, Y, Z person who I'm seeing their highlight reel has therefore cast this expectation on me or, or potentially I've adopted this expectation based off seeing where other people are at with really no other context. Let's also add that and then create an expectation. Really, ultimately, that's the case. So whilst I think it's so important to aim high and have goals that are high, expectation is a whole different realm. And it's something that we can immediately manipulate in a positive way to adjust our expectations to therefore control our emotions and how we feel. Yes, things are still going to happen. That's going to make you feel like shit. Yes, that's going to happen. You're going to have days where there's conflict, there's problems to solve. You can't solve the problems. You're exhausted. You can't think, etc. But really think about them all. Okay. You can't think you're expecting yourself to be more cognitively functioning, right? Or you can't solve the problem. Oh, well, you're expecting the problem to be easier to be solved. Oh, well, you 
you have conflict arise and it's uncomfortable or well, potentially you are used to, you have this expectation of how things should otherwise be, how you should otherwise navigate things, potentially, potentially, like there's things to consider here, right? Like I hope that lands because anytime you feel yourself, as I said, in that emotional state, ask yourself, where are my expectations here? Which means and really highlights that you are driving your own ship all the time. You're always in the driver's seat. You are always the, the result of how you're actually feeling. You're always the actual dictator. Okay. Now you, the number two, we're on to number two. You will go further when you enjoy solving problems or finding the solutions as to why things are slow, why things aren't working, or ultimately why you're not where you want to be. If you enjoy the process of finding out why, you will go a long way. Because I think a lot of people, something doesn't work or they're not where they want to be. And they're almost like either an entitlement of things should be different or they play victim of like, damn it, poor me, why is this happening? Or they come into this reactivity because they were avoiding it or they were just thinking, oh, that won't happen to me. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Or it's like this big, scary, bloody thing. So that when it arises, that reactive response comes through. And with reactivity, people do some weird shit. Like they might lean out, they might avoid, they might sabotage themselves, they might tell them stories, set themselves stories, i.e. limiting beliefs, right? All these things start to unfold versus something isn't working, right? Something is not like there's a problem, you're not where you want to be, things aren't moving, there's there's little sign of hope and success. <laughs> not hope, you know what I'm saying. And then you approach that with fucking excitement to find the answer. You approach that with curiosity. You approach that with, oh my God, this is like a board game. And whilst there are variables, I am not taking the empathy out of this in saying that shit is hard. You got to pay your bills. Your business is like an extension of you and you fucking love it to pieces and you do just want it to go well. I get that. But be excited of who you're going to become on the other side of the problem that you're going to solve. Be excited about who you're going to become once you've built that business of your dreams, right? Not like, oh no, I hope I get there, but I don't want to feel X, Y, and Z shit emotion. And if I do, well, then that must mean this about me. I should lean out. I'm going to avoid. It's going to happen again. Uh, I'm a magnet for bad things, whatever it's going to be, right? It's like, it's, yeah, that is all that number two is getting because that just really, I hope that hits home. Number three, okay. There is no shortage of people needing you. I really think that this is applicable to anyone, anything, relationships, business, if you have a product-based business, a service-based business, you're building whatever, you're providing value, you're an influencer, you're, you're trying to build an audience, a community. There is no shortage of people needing you, right? There's probably just harder ways for them to find you and access you. Literally. They just don't know you exist yet. But once they do, sure as fuck they need you. Sure as fuck, you can do something to make them feel a certain way. Sure as fuck, you have a problem that that you they have a problem that you can solve okay 
sure as fuck they're going to be motivated, inspired or impacted by who you are, your personality specifically. Not everyone is going to be, but there's definitely enough people that are going to be, right? And I think that's the thing of like, not everyone's going to be because you can't be everyone's person, which shows that there's always someone for everyone. And there's ample people for everyone as well. There are so many humans out there that exist on social media, right? There's no shortage of people needing you at all. Um, However, this does pose a need for authenticity, right? If you're a carbon copy of the person next to you, there's literally identical options. There's no point of difference. So determine your point of difference and lead with that. Okay. Continuously and consistently show up to be familiar, to be that familiar face for those people and also to get your brand and your business out there or your personal brand, etc. And continuously offer value, right? So that people almost do feel that sense of obligation to uh, return the favor, right? To invest in you, to support you, to buy from you, etc. Because you have changed their life by offering value in the form of education, tips, etc., entertainment, inspiration, whatever it may look like, okay? There's that and serve the people that need you and trust that there is no shortage of people needing you as well um, in any business, really. Okay, or relationship, as I said at the start. Anywho, the next one, number four, we are moving right along. Stand out consistently. Okay. Now this ties into the one that I just mentioned in number three. However, this one, I'm going to tie into the the pillar of mindset work. Standing out and standing out consistently requires an element of mindset work in order to do that. Okay. Number one, in order to stand out, you need to be you and you need to take up space. Be you authentically. That is your point of difference. You, no one else is you. You are unique to you and your own authenticity, your own personality, your own traits, your own quirks, your own likes, your own dislikes, whatever it is, that is you. Okay, no one has walked a lifetime in your shoes. You will always be the most unique at your most authentic core, right? So in order to be you, it takes mindset work because being ourself is often vulnerable because there's a lack of certainty of how we're going to be received. And there's also a damn well truth that not everyone is going to receive it well, who we are, right? And that can be hard for a lot of people to hear because, or a lot of people to experience rather, I think like hearing it is fine. And then you experience and it's a whole different kettle of fish because you're like, oh, yeah, I don't care that not everyone's going to like me. But then like you actually people actually don't like you and you're like, like, I'm not okay with that. Or people unfollow you and you're like, "Ah, is that a trend now? It's like and you go into catastrophizing. Right. So there's that. Be you. And then take up space. Okay. So taking up space is coming into the consistency thing, but really to stand out, you, you, you need to take up space. And I think a lot of people have that issue there because again, it's a vulnerable thing to take up space. So mindset work, right? Your relationship to taking up space, your relationship to being the most authentic version of yourself. And then the second one, uh, under this pillar of mindset work in terms of being consistent, right? So stand out consistently to be consistent when things are shit, when you're not getting validation for, oh my God, 
that was such valuable content. That looks so good. Oh my God, you look so good. You're this, the, oh my God, I love following you, whatever it is. Or you're not getting any other sort of validation or evidence that things are working as well, right? In terms of a uh, data to support why you should show up consistently, right? Because sometimes and oftentimes in business, you're actually just going to be left in the dark and you're going to be left to just trust that what you're doing is fucking good and show up consistently. And yes, of course, there's always things that you can do and you should do to make sure that things are moving. But ultimately, there's a large part of, again, not expecting things to always be flying high and just fucking show up, trust your vision and just keep pushing your vision and don't expect things to be easeful because if you're expecting things to be easeful, again, that's the expectation thing. Things are not going to be fucking easeful and you're going to feel shit that they're not fucking easeful, right? So (laughs) there's that. The next thing and the final thing, the fifth thing is of five things you need to know about running an online business is content to attract is not always content to convert. Okay. So there's a distinct difference. I have released a podcast, which is super relevant to this on all things, uh, building organic engagement essentially without actually having to boost posts that listen to that episode. But in terms of content to attract, is like building an audience, which is very different to content that is going to build a customer base or a client base. Okay. So there's content that's going to attract people in because they like following you. It's the influencer vibe. And then there's content that's actually going to convert sales. You're seen as credibility and authority in the space. You're seen as someone who's trustworthy. You're seen as someone who provides value. You're seen as someone who can solve a problem. That's a different conversation. And then with that, It's actually going to match the offers or the service that you provide within your business. Content is going to match that. So it builds brand awareness around what you're actually offering. So really it's asking, are you a business owner or an influencer? And is your content reflecting either? Okay, so offer value, offer value, offer value, offer value specific to your niche that is going to indirectly show that you are an expert in your niche. Okay, uh, of whatever you're offering. And then the second thing is uh, you want to be offering a desired outcome or you want to be speaking to a desired outcome, presenting with a desired outcome, show that you're the go-to person to achieve said desired outcome and show and showing that you are the credible person to solve the problem that you're current uh, audience or prospects are facing. So whether that is a pain point potentially in terms of the emotions that they feel, things that they don't have, things that they desire, things that they want to feel, whatever that may be, whatever they're lacking, whatever they need you for, um, really just uh, emphasizing that and your content is that because that is going to create content that converts to clients and sales, not just followers with people that don't know if you even can help them. Like they like seeing what you're doing and eating for breakfast or what your um, day in the life is, but they actually don't know if you can solve their problems. It's the two different things. Do I think that you can do both? Absolutely both provide value um, just in different textures, right? 
any fucking way. So just to reiterate, I'm going to go back to the top. Five things you need to know about running an online business. Number one is how you feel will always be dictated by your expectation. Okay, always. Really clock that and see where that's playing out for you. The next one, number two, you will go further when you enjoy solving problems or finding the solution as to why things are slow or why you're not where you want to be than trying to avoid them and play victim to them or react and lean out when that problem arises. Okay. If you can master that, you will honestly go so far. I truly think. And you'll love every fucking minute of the process. Then number three, there's no shortage of people needing you. Do not forget that. Do not forget that. I think there's multiple times where you're going to doubt that, where you're going to think, oh my God, so saturated. Oh my God, but she's doing that, but she's, no one's you. No one will ever be you. Trust that. The fourth thing is stand out and stand out consistently, right? Ultimately, the truth is there is a saturated market right? And those that do make noise, that do stand out, that are consistent. Yes, there's truth that they will see more people or more people will see them. There's fucking truth to that. So why not create that for yourself? Why not be committed to standing out consistently, committed to taking up space? Because ultimately you are really just there to help people. So take up space and own that, right? Then the fifth and final thing is content to attract is not always content to convert. You can do both. However, remember if you are a business and you want people thriving and and coming into your business and desiring what you have to offer, then your content needs to actually reflect that and support that. So overall, I hope this was helpful for you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me over on Instagram at Ruby Darcy Coaching. If you liked this episode, share it to anyone who you think will benefit from it. Please feel free to subscribe and leave a review that I would forever, forever appreciate. And even if you did one further and shared to your stories for anyone that you think would benefit, uh, I would love that too. Thank you for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.